What is mindfulness? And how can we apply it in a practical way in our lives to remove limits? And when it comes to mindfulness, there are three types of people. Number one, you don't know what mindfulness is or you think you might know, but you're not sure, you're curious. Number two, you might think mindfulness is foofy, some new age nonsense. Or three, you know what mindfulness is, you're aware of it, maybe you use it, maybe you don't. You're here to find out more and how I use it. Whichever camp you're in, welcome to Limitless. Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. My name is Alex. Really glad that you are here. Today we're talking about mindfulness. And I mentioned in the open, you're either here because you're curious, you're not sure what mindfulness is, or maybe you've heard of it, you want to know more. Or you know what it is, and you just maybe want to know how I use it to remove limits in my life. Or you've heard of it, and maybe you have a negative connotation of it. I'm glad you're still here, especially in the last camp. Any of those three types of people, how you feel about mindfulness, I'm really glad that you are here. I'm not going to get into the spiritual side of mindfulness, anything like that. I'm going to get into the practical side of being present in your life, my definition of mindfulness and how I use it, because mindfulness can help you be healthier mentally and physically, help you avoid illness, keep you more aware of your habits and actions and changes you want to make. It can lower your stress reduce anxiety and depression, and allow you to relax more, have more enthusiasm and confidence in life, and simply be more present. Today, we're going to talk about an understanding of what it is and practical tips for applying it in your life right away on an everyday basis. So what is it? What is it to me? You can look up definitions. It's really a state of being aware of something and being present in the moment. Being accepting of your current feelings, your situations, and it's creating a sense of calmness no matter what storm you're in, no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on around you. So with today's focus in mindfulness, we're going to stick with how to use it to increase calmness, awareness, the health and well-being benefits, and being present in your life because the past has already happened. The future is unknown. The present is a gift. So let's be more present in our lives. So for simplicity's sake, for the sake of immediate application of mindfulness, we're going to focus on being fully present in our lives in the moment because we've lost presence. We're in a golden age of technology and communication, but presence is at a premium, being truly present in the moment. So what I'm not going to get into today is the religious or spiritual practices, only practical application. So don't get caught up if you have a negative connotation. That's just new age stuff. Release that. Let go of that judgment. That's part of what mindfulness is, is to recognize your judgments and release them. I want you to think of your mind as a ship, a great ship across the ocean, and you are the captain. That is mindfulness, being aware and being in control and being present. And a study by the American Psychological Association said that mindfulness significantly reduced stress, anxiety, and depression. Another study said mindfulness can alter your thoughts for good, changing the way you deal with stress and stressors. It's changing the way you deal with people on a positive basis. 
and it can even alter the function of your brain. Think about that. You have the ability to alter the wiring in your brain. So much of our wiring in our brain is, is like clay. We can mold it, but we don't. I think there's an area of all of our lives where we can be more mindful, more aware, more present. And every single one of us has a change we want to make in our life. A lot of talks that I do, workshops, I ask, is there a change you want to make in your life? Every single one of us has some kind of change we want to make to us, our, our physicality, our fitness, our health, how we react or respond to certain situations, our goals. We all have something we want to change and mindfulness can help you create any positive change you want. So let's start with the awareness. Aware of your mood, your reactions, your responses, your feelings, your very body in the present moment and your thoughts. And I want to give you a warning about mindfulness. It takes practice. This isn't something that most of us can do overnight or immediately, but immediately we can start practicing. It's like meditation. I have so many friends who told me they can't meditate. Their mind races. Their thoughts just keep going. They can't quiet their mind. That's the whole point, to let your mind race. But they give up and I know I was one of those people before I realized it just takes practice. It takes time and it's not about quieting the mind. So we want to shift our thoughts here today, our beliefs, our judgments, so we can use mindfulness to help us. When are you agitated? When is there a reaction you have or a judgment you have that you'd like to change? What are your triggers? When are you at your best? When are you at your worst? This is all mindfulness, being aware so we know how to put ourselves in the right situations. We know what changes we want to make. Are you a morning person or an evening person? What about your habits? Is there an area of your life where you're restless and you want to be more calm? Where do you want to be more present? And who would you like to be more present with? Another warning about mindfulness. It takes humility. It takes being humble to look in the mirror and say, there's areas where I could be better. There's always a better you inside you. And the world, I mentioned this, is lacking presence. Walk by any playground and you will see, or any restaurant, you will see a lack of presence in the moment with people glued to their phones. Parents glued to their phones, not paying attention to their children. In a restaurant, you will see couples sitting across from each other on their phones, not saying even two words to each other. Again, I believe we're in the golden age of technology and communication. I believe that these things are inherently good, but we can use them in the wrong way. And being present will help you have better relationships, more opportunities, more creativity, more focus, reduce stress, anxiety, depression, more happiness will help you remove limits. The more present you are in your life, the fewer limitations you'll have and you'll see, especially in your own head. So pay attention to your thoughts, your feelings your judgments of yourself and others? Are your thoughts optimistic, productive? Or are they limiting yourself, your self-talk? Are you judging yourself? Are you beating yourself up? Are you talking yourself out of it before you even try? Are you judging others? Judging others, shaming others, even in our own head limits us. Release that judgment. And you have the ability to start to change the story you tell yourself about yourself. Recently, I ran a 15K trail race, 9.3 miles. I trained moderately. I probably could have trained harder. And halfway through the race, it's an out and back. So we ran 4.65 miles. 
and then you hit a, you hit a turnaround point, go back 4.65 miles on the same trail. When I hit the halfway point, I was on a record pace. I was ready to challenge my personal best. But as I progressed in the second half of the race, I hit mile seven. So 75% through the race and I started to struggle. I hit a wall and the dark thoughts rolled in like a thundercloud. I could quit. I could just walk. I don't, I don't need to finish. And even if I do finish, I'm never running again. I'm never entering another race. The problem was two months after this race, I have a half marathon here in San Diego. And as I finished those last two miles, I did finish the race. I told myself, I will not run the half marathon. This is the last race I ever do. I'm not a runner. I'm not built for running. I'm a hiker. I'm a backpacker. This was the story I told myself, losing mindfulness in the moment. Yet, after I sat with it, the mindfulness kicked in. My training kicked in. Over the next week, I thought about it. What did I learn? What are my goals? What are my vision? Why was I running? I decided I will run the half marathon. It was at a time of low that I made these decisions in my head and my mindfulness kicked in. I could make changes in my training. I could do more training. I could do more mental and physical training to get ready for this half marathon. I want to tell you, I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always great at responding after my reaction. See, my reaction in that race was to either quit or never run again. We can't always control our reaction. I was in a dark place. I was overheated. I think I was dehydrated. But my response was mindfulness. Responding, we do control. And I wasn't always like that. I was very reactionary. And I would let these reactions control my future and my decisions and how I treated people. Mindfulness is being able to step back and almost take a, a 35,000 foot view of yourself, being aware. We've become so busy and so distracted, filling every second of the day with something that we don't stop and work on us. We don't listen to us, our bodies, our feelings, our senses, and we don't change the track we play in our mind. This is awareness to create some small action in your life, not huge changes. Every big change you want to make starts with very small steps. So how do we become more mindful or how do we practice mindfulness? What do I do? Because I feel like over the last 20 years, I've made a pretty monumental shift and I didn't sit down and say, well, I'm going to practice mindfulness. It wasn't like that at all. But everything I'm going to talk about right now, what I use and what I do, I've been doing for the last 10, 15, 20 years, small steps over time. And I'm still doing it. I'm still learning. There's still a better me inside me, just like a better you inside you. So here's a few things I do. First, I'm okay with boredom. Catch yourself with boredom because most of us now, when we're bored, we become busy bodies. We have to stay busy all the time. Or we jump to our phones or technology or some busy work instead of being in our own minds. For a lot of us, our own head has become a foreign place or even a scary place we don't want to face. Small steps. Next time you're bored, you don't have to dig deep in your own mind. You don't have to go to a dark place. Just look around. You may see things you haven't seen that were there the whole time. One of my favorite things to do is just sit outside 
and watch the birds. Just five, ten minutes of quiet time. Especially if I'm bored. Let that boredom take place instead of just jumping into something busy. Listen, we all have work to do. We all have things we want to accomplish. I like to stay busy, but I also know there are downtimes and that makes me more productive. So lean into boredom. Be okay with boredom. Use it to your advantage. Use it as a time to be mindful and aware and look around at the world around you. Get more present in this moment. Next, be okay with quiet times. Seek them out. Be okay with doing absolutely nothing for some portion of the day, even just five or 10 minutes. Yes, your thoughts may race. Your mind may be a tricky place to navigate. That's okay. Because again, we've become busybodies. And I know what it's like to say, I'm going to have quiet time. My mind races. Here's the little trick I learned. When my mind starts to race, I tell myself, what is my next thought? I try it right now. My mind's racing. I'm having a hard time focusing. What is my next thought? For some reason, that little phrase quiets my mind and I can direct it much better. Remember, you are the captain of the ship. Take the wheel. It takes practice. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to quiet the mind. You can just let it flow. But I want you to notice things. This is what mindfulness is. It's not making drastic changes. It's not being in a Zen-like state, whatever that is or whatever that means. I'm not sure. It takes practice. It's simply being aware of your situation and making small corrections. A large ship, I want you to think about your brain as that large ship. A large ship can't turn on a dime. It's small corrections. Yet, if a ship live, leaves New York for London, does London have a port? Let's just, <laughs> leaves New York for England. Small corrections over time will get it there. But those small corrections over time could also mean that it ends up in Spain or Africa or it does a loop and ends up back in Miami. Be the captain of that ship. Small changes. Next, meditation. Jesus meditated. Buddha meditated. Meditation is so powerful and has different definitions for different people. It starts with deeper breathing. We've become shallow breathers in our lives. If all you do is take three to five minutes a day, take really deep breaths. That'll start to alter your brain function, make you more aware and increase your mindfulness. But I would also encourage you to check out some form of meditation. Start small. I would invite you to go to flowmeditation.cc. That was my meditation teacher, James Brown. He's awesome. I'm not getting paid for this. I get no money if you take one of his online courses or in-person courses. But I just invite you to check it out. It's made a huge difference in my life and my mindfulness, just being aware. And again, I'm not perfect. It's small change. Next, another way to be mindful is to test yourself physically and mentally. Challenge yourself. Keep learning. Keep doing new things. Do hard things. Test your physicality. Test your fitness. Challenge your mentality. Challenge your own judgments. Keep learning. Keep doing new hard things. By testing yourself mentally and physically, you will give less room for your, your mind to wander and you'll be more focused. You'll be mentally healthier, physically healthier. You'll avoid certain illnesses and diseases. You'll be happier and you'll be practicing mindfulness. You'll be slowing down. Yes, by challenging yourself, you'll find time to slow down. You'll have realizations. A couple more things that I do for mindfulness. 
back to that last point. It's why I'm running a half marathon again, even though I don't necessarily want to. I mean, I do want to, but I wanted to quit. I didn't want to run anymore. This is a challenge for me. Doing new things, doing harder things, continuing to grow. Next, challenge your beliefs about yourself and others. Challenge your abilities and what you say about yourself. Challenge what you think about your future and what is possible. Challenge your capabilities and your potential. And spend time challenging your views. Empathy and curiosity are powerful forces that create awareness, change, and mindfulness. These are great things. Empathy and curiosity will elevate your relationships. Challenge your beliefs and your judgments. There's no shortage of situations in the world right now that you don't know that much about, but you have a judgment about. And you can learn more, become empathetic, and that's going to increase your mindfulness. I have judgments just like you. I have beliefs. And I find when I challenge those, doesn't mean I change my mind, doesn't mean I agree with everybody. It doesn't mean I agree with people I disagree with who have different beliefs. But when I have an understanding, we can reach a middle ground. And that creates more mindfulness in my life. I have judgments. I release them. I try to put myself in a, way, in a situation where I can grow my empathy and curiosity. These are powerful forces. And finally, for, med for meditation, for mindfulness, be aware of what changes you want to make and start making small steps, taking small steps subtly. You may want to lose 50 pounds. You're not going to do that in a month. It's not healthy. Two pounds this month. You may want to learn German. Can you just start for an hour a day? Most of us have books on our shelf or our Kindle we haven't started, we haven't finished. And if we just read for five minutes a day, that would grow. Be aware of what changes you want to make. and Just take a few minutes each day to start moving in that direction. So friends, mindfulness, my definition is very simple. It's finding time every day to be quiet, to be okay with boredom. It's being present with the people and situations that matter most. It's slowing down. And by slowing down and being present, you don't get less done. I find you get more done, more quality, more focus. Mindfulness is knowing where I want to improve, but being kind to myself along the way. It's being aware of my beliefs, my judgments, my thoughts, especially my self-talk. Are they serving me? Are they helping me remove limits? Or are they creating limits in my life? See, this is mindfulness. It's simple yet profound. Mindfulness is challenging myself, learning new things, doing new things. If I have an argument or disagreement with somebody, to take time to be quiet, not have to win the argument, not have to be right. It's practicing empathy and curiosity. It's improved my focus and my presence with people and myself. It's given me a higher view of my life and goals. Call it whatever you want. Mindfulness works. It's scientifically proven. So take a few minutes today. And just do a simple exercise, five minutes, where you sit and you're okay with quiet and boredom. Let your mind race. It's okay. But where I want you to direct your thoughts is to your senses. Take five minutes anywhere, in your house, in the office, in your car, not while you're driving, in a parking lot, in your front yard, somewhere, in a park. And just take five minutes to notice your five senses. What do you see? Look around and for one minute, try to see everything you can and make a mental list. Next, what do you hear? Give yourself a full minute to really hear things. How many birds do you hear? What do you hear? Do you hear a clock? Do you hear a buzzing? Do you hear a faucet dripping? Next, what do you feel? Get in tune with your body. 
Do a self-body scan. What are you feeling right now? What do you smell? What's in the air? Take time to breathe deep a full minute of just a few deep breaths through your nose. And then touch the feel of where you're sitting, the chair, the couch, the seat in your car. What do you feel with your hands, your clothing, your face? Take time to just be okay with quiet time in your senses. Do this little exercise for five minutes each day and you'll start to become more aware, slowing down a little bit and becoming more mindful. Okay, my friends, let's get into application. I appreciate you sticking with me on this one. If you have made it this far, thank you. Mindfulness is whatever you want to call it, but it works when you practice it. It takes practice. It takes effort. It takes humility. You can call it whatever you want, whatever your definition, but it's about being more present in life, slowing down, enjoying life more, and being aware of where and what changes you want to make. All right, let's get an application. Three pieces of application. Hey, wherever you listen to Limitless, if you could leave a review or share it or subscribe, that really helps us reach more people. All right, three pieces. Number one, set aside just a few minutes every day, five minutes for the next week to do this exercise of the senses where you're just quiet, You see things and notice, you hear things, you feel things, you smell things, you touch things. Just five minutes a day. This exercise can work wonders. Number two, set aside some time to be bored. Next time you're bored and you find yourself reaching for your phone, stop. Leave the phone in your pocket or purse wherever you keep it. Just look around. Just notice. This is about being mindful and aware. And number three, I want you to be mindful and aware of your self-talk. What is the story you're telling yourself? Be the captain of that ship. You are have the ability and you can and you will remove limits in your life when you change the story you tell yourself just a little bit each day. Challenge your views, your judgments, but let's start with us in full humility. What's the story you're telling yourself? Because that's where we create limits or that's where we become limitless. My friends, mindfulness is waiting for you. You're probably doing some of these things already. I hope you can enhance this practice. Call it whatever you want, but the benefits are real and they're waiting for you and you can do it and you know why. Because you, my friend, are limitless. Limitless.